Well, at least that's finally fucking over. You know, the one saving grace is you can all unfollow all those bullshitting bastards on Twitter who claim to know what they were talking about for the last four months because clearly none of them had a fucking clue. It's a tough one. This is a horrible one, actually, uh, for a Newcastle fan to have to make. And I'm not the biggest Newcastle fan. I'm not trying to speak on behalf of the whole fucking fan base. I just want to give my take. I, I got into making football videos on YouTube because of a friend of mine's love of Newcastle he died and his whole funeral was about how much he loved Newcastle and that fucking hit me like Jesus this kid he lived for that club you know what I mean and obviously when Niall Ranger said what he said about the fans that the trigger was him but it was the, the love that my mate had for Newcastle and the love that many fans have for their clubs and that's what I'm getting to here is there's still there's so many fans out there especially Newcastle fans who love their club and the way that this fan base has been treated with utter contempt is a such a disgrace you know and this is what I want from all football fans who watch this video who've come to you know take the piss and laugh at the fact that we didn't get the millions imagine this is your club imagine you're stuck with an owner who clearly doesn't give a shit about you and you've got a dream of finally getting out away from him and this billionaires ready to take over and then it's blocked with no reason given no communication and in the meantime your club is put on hold for four fucking months when it should be getting ready for the transfer window when it should be making preparations and doing positive things to help the club and instead you're just frozen no one cares and you've got the press coming out going the fans should be rejecting this you shouldn't want Saudi owners and in the meantime you're sitting there going it's not our fucking choice mate I mean we've got a, an owner who doesn't give a shit doesn't want to be there and people who do want to own the club and do want to invest into it we're not even in charge why are you having to go at us have a go at the Premier League who are saying nothing have a go at Mike Ashley who says nothing like it's such a frustrating situation and the fact that the Premier League have deliberately said nothing done nothing and waited until this day come deliberately disgraceful I demand an answer like a fucking Newcastle fans demand an answer why did you do nothing because this is the thing if a few months ago, if, if the Premier League had come out and, and said, as the papers were alleging, here are the problems, it's human rights, it's the piracy of the football matches, so therefore, we're not going to allow this. I'd have been like, okay, you've given us an answer. You know, that that's it. We know where we stand. We move on. They deliberately were non-committal. They deliberately froze the club. They deliberately didn't give an answer, didn't stop it, so that they didn't have to take responsibility. But non-action is an action and you will be held accountable for this by Newcastle fans and any other fan with sense this is a very vague situation and it's been left deliberately very vague and that is because no one wants to take the blame for this you've got the Saudi royal family who are able to buy arms from our government and use them to kill people they are you know they're able to invest in Facebook and in other massive companies and you know Manchester United have Saudi investment Sheffield United are owned by a Saudi prince you've got the owners of Man City and Chelsea very questionable backgrounds no one gives a fuck no one says nothing but someone along the way in power did not want the Saudi family in charge of Newcastle United. I'll give you the clue as to how to work this out. Whoever benefited from this not going through, that's the guy. That's the guy right there. That's how, in, in Godfather, how he works out, he goes, whoever comes to you to make the meeting, that's the traitor. Whoever stopped this one from happening, that's that's the guy. It's it's very simple. So we already know BN Sport and Qatar have been leveraging this, been trying to stop this from going through. The fact that Newcastle United Football Club is struggling to get a sale to go through of our club, potentially because a TV rights buyer is saying, well, 
well, we'll do this, that and the other if this goes through to the Premier League. Therefore, potentially influencing the Premier League's decision as to whether or not the Saudi royal family passed the fit and proper owners test. Well, then that might be corruption. But if you don't actually reject it, it's not technically corruption, is it? My God, what are we witnessing here in football? And to other football fans who are watching this and probably wanting to have a laugh, it's like, remember this. We had the chance of a lifetime of having the biggest, richest owners ever. And we were stopped because of outside factors. The Premier League didn't follow their own rules, basically. Now that knows this time, but it could be you next time. And that's why you should be bothered by this. Unless you're Man City, in which case you're already kicked. Oh, it's fine. Man United fans even. Do you know what I mean? That, this would not have happened. This is the thing. Not to play the victim here at all, but I think logically, I think some people will go with me on this. Because it was Newcastle, it was easy to go, oh, sweep that under the carpet. It's not a big deal. Do you know what I mean? If this was Man United or Arsenal or Liverpool or a big club like that, huge club, it would have been a lot harder for this to just be ignored for four months. But because mainstream media don't give a fuck about Newcastle, really, it's like, eh, you know, it'll be yesterday's news in a week. Go back to Mike Ashley. You guys will get over it. You know, no one really gives a shit. If you think this is about human rights i wish it was you know it'd be a, be a nice world wouldn't it i'm sorry it's just not you know when you look at who the premier league have already allowed own football clubs in the premier league and you look at mike ashley look at one documentary the, the fucking sports direct situation where the way he treats his fucking stuff like dirt they have not all of a sudden discovered a moral compass this is about the same thing football's always about money who wants it who has it? And therefore, who makes the fucking decisions? It's ironic that the press were slating Newcastle fans for being, like, you know, accepting of new ownership because we, we're the ones who should be saying no. It's like, we're not in power here. The Premier League had the power to do this. They said nothing. You're having a go at the little people, the ones who fucking pay the turnstiles, cheer the fucking team on, are not political and are not paid at any level to make these kind of decisions. You're having a go at us, but the Premier League, nothing. Every, you know, kissing ass, aren't you? So, you know, I hope now you keep that same energy at the fucking decision makers who actually didn't reject the Saudi bid, apparently. They just did nothing. Surely they're the ones who deserve the blame for not having a moral compass. I've had me back and forth with Man City fans in the past before about what went on at their club. They got all that money and I felt like it was unfair. And I was a bit of a dick about it at the time. So I apologize for that, okay? But I thought that the level of money being pumped into that club should have been regulated. It should be regulated across the board. What Man City fans used to come back at me and say, look, the current system with FFP is simply there to keep the strong clubs in that position. They don't want new money coming in. And how else can you do that without getting a takeover? And, and this is how right they are, though. They're so right. It's not now about using FFP. It's now, in the case of Newcastle, they don't even want the takeover to happen because they know that once it does, they can't stop it what's going to happen now so it's stop the takeover in the first place and you maintain dominance at the top of the premier league from the old rich clubs and, and that's what we're saying now so once again if you are a fan of a club let lower down the league you better hope whoever's coming in to buy your club is you know whiter than white otherwise there's a reason for them to just ignore you you know what i mean oh we, we don't know if we can do that well can you make your fucking mind up today please uh, we'll get back to you on that when ah, whenever I want to talk a bit about Newcastle moving forward now because I've never felt less enthusiastic about that. Like, 
This feels so pointless. This feels like a complete waste of time. This club's been in a coma for 13 fucking years now, and it's just like, well, we're just waiting for the final bullet. You know, people mistake us staying up from relegation as achievement. I mean, all right, we're in the Premier League. We're not going to do nothing. We're never amounting to anything. Like, when I used to celebrate goals back in the day, there was genuine elation deep in my fucking heart. Like, yes. And you talk to the lads after the game, and you go, you know, if we just get a couple of, if we get a wing out, we get, so maybe we could do something maybe we could have a cup there's no hope in the Newcastle fans hearts when we celebrate and I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one it's not the same there's like an emptiness inside each celebration of well yeah we scored and oh yes at maximum was great today but how long till he's sold I mean that's what we do we are nothing more than a cheap sports direct promo club when you're surviving relegation and you're not building to try and be better than that well then it's a, you're waiting for relegation that's what Newcastle are doing right now that's what people don't understand we're not building on top of anything we're waiting for the season where the lack of investment catches up on us and we get relegated and the problem is it's happened twice we've been very fortunate to get back up before but all it takes is the third time all it could be is that's it we're not coming back now. Now we are Blackburn. Now we are Nottingham Forest, or even worse, Sunderland. We are waiting for relegation. That is all this club is. And in the meantime, if Mike Ashley can make some money without having to spend too much, then great. Is that what Newcastle fans deserve? Do you, you know, you can tell me in the comments. We do not deserve silverware every season. We do not deserve Champions League. No fucking fan base does, truth be told. No one deserves any. But certain fan bases, you think you, you deserve something. You know what I mean? And I think Newcastle, before Mike Ashley came in, we, average about 7th in the Premier League now with multiple relegations I mean we're way off that we deserve better than this I never thought we deserved to be buying Mbappe and all that crazy shit I just wanted hope just to start a kickoff live show and think yeah, fuck me maybe we could do something this season I haven't felt that since I started YouTube those who know know this is not a team surviving relegation we're waiting for that season where the chickens come home to roost could any season now we're not doing enough man we're not building on nothing we are a dead club with a bad strip anyway it's fucking terrible um, the Premier League this petition's going out right now Newcastle fans deserve answers we want answers give us a fucking answer